this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good game, TV, the destination for TV superfans, producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows, interviewing celebrities and showrunners, and bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Remember when the there I am. I don't know if you guys can hear me at all there, but I'm your host, Zach Wilson. We're talking about Helix here on AfterBuzz TV. <laughs> guys, thanks you for thank you for joining us. If you haven't done so already, log on to youtube.com slash afterbuzz TV as Steven does a jig. And you can subscribe. You can subscribe to this and all the the AfterBuzz TV after shows right there. We do over 100 shows a week. You can get us on there. You can get us on iTunes, SoundCloud. And while while you're watching us in any way, you can tweet at us using the hashtag ABTVHelix or my personal favorite, Ziz. Hashtag Ziz. Guys, let's raise this conversation a step further. Let's get some fans. You guys tweet the link out. Say, hey, join the discussion. Yeah. Yeah, and you I'm can in the chat room and you can join in the discussion Whoa. on Twitter. You can join me. I'm your host for tonight, Zach Wilson. Matt Lieberman, unfortunately, not able to join us. He's dead. He's not. Him. He's not dead. I killed him. He's not dead. He'll be back next week. Um, but guys, because he'll be a zombie. I mean, we've seen weirder on this show. But guys, you can tweet at me at that Zach Wilson, T H A T Z A C H W I L S O N. But you can also tweet at my fantastic panel over here. Uh, you can tweet me at Matt Lieberman, M A T T L I E B E R M A. You're making it oh, very sorry. confusing. You can tweet me at Stephen Lemieux, S T P H E N L E M I E U X. Guys, I get confused sometimes. Hey, because you look exactly alike. Hi, guys. It's Liz here. Glad to be back. And you can follow me on Twitter at Lizzie Maui. That's L I Z Z Y M A W Y. All right, guys, let's jump in on episode eight, Vade in Pache, which I feel like I just have to drop my voice even deeper. Because it's just, because being in Latin, it translates to rest in peace, for anybody who doesn't know. Fun fact, the cardinal died today. What? Vade in Pache. Well, Why is yeah. that a fun fact, though? Okay, it's not a very it's, fun no, fact, it's but not. I just felt it made sense to do the Look, Latin we, we just, Pache. That's this one guy, though. We just dealt with an entire island of people dying, Stephen. 
I mean, but they're not resting very peaceful. Oh, well, I guess they look <laughs> like they were, but uh, child death is never fun. Yeah, so we're coming back from last week's just the culling. Oh, uh, um, The it, trimming. Oh, gosh. Bit of a trimming. I mean, sometimes when you're growing a garden, you have to know when to trim off the top of the hedges so that it'll grow fuller from the base. Uh, at least that's Michael's theory. Wow. What? That is accurate. Phrasing. Phrasing. <laughs> so phrasing. much phrasing. So much phrasing. Does nobody use phrasing anymore? No, they really don't. Not even on Archer. Um, but we're talking about Helix, guys. So the big the big thing that happened in the beginning of this was the outside world is now on the island again. Yeah, we have, uh, we have and from the first episode, what's her name? The... The Coast Guard. The Coast Guard lady. 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 I don't know why I can't remember her name. It's bad of me. If um, any of you in the chat will know what her name is. She's only like appeared like twice, so give, cut us some slack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so she comes to the island and she says that they, the infection has gotten off the island. Like, well, you told me that there was no island within 100 miles of this why place. Why is everybody Allen? Anyway. No um, official islands, she says. No official islands. There's a army um, radio outpost that had 40 over miles 70 away. people on it and got infected. Yeah. Well, what did you guys think when they busted down? Because, like, first we got the our, our team finding the, yeah. the slaughter, and Anne finally sees it, and she, of course, is devastated. These are all of her people. Mm. But... When this, when I'm just calling them CDC SWAT, when they bust in there, I was shocked to see the Coast Guard and like that they were there for the CDC. I assumed when we saw this in the previews last week, I assumed we were getting Laria. Uh, you could tell that it was you, if you I were watched it after our show last week, and I was like, oh, that's the woman from the first episode. Yeah. I don't know why we were making that prediction. And you know what? What what made me so angry is when I was sitting down to watch this episode, I was just thinking like. Wouldn't it be interesting if they put Stephen... We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Weber in the oubliette. Like, I even thought that. And then I just was like, damn it, they're going to do it during this episode, and I'm not going to get credit for my prediction. And lo and behold... Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of those points in Helix. That, but that's good. You want them to be paying stuff off quickly. Like, no re- reason to make us wait. But we'll get into Michael yeah. and Amy and all of the shenanigans that they yes, yes. got up to. Um, but first, we have the Coast Guard. First of all, this is the probably the most badass Coast Guard unit of all time. Not really. No. I don't think so. It took a lot of bullets to put any of those things down. When yeah, or not like check around or something like that, and yeah, then they're I'm like wussing saying. out, like we need to get out of here. It's like, well, we need to solve what's going on. No, it's, de- it's definitely the most badass portrayal of the Coast Guard, though. Because when was the last time you saw like a really active gun-toting Coast Guard member? I mean, anytime I see anyone in the Coast Guard, <laughs> to be perfectly honest. But no, yeah, she's she's a hard ass. But I, you, you think like, man, this woman's being a total biatch, and then you realize, <laughs> actually, no, she's on an island where it's a very infectious disease going around, and she probably doesn't want to die, so she probably <laughs> wants to get the hell out of there as soon as possible. Yeah, I, I will say though, the they're tactics of like, hand, so basically, their mission is they're go- going onto this island to retrieve 
the top CDC team because the outbreak has spread further. The military base nearby has started the outbreak of our the, our virus, not Narvik, but whatever the mycotics. My, the mycotics. Um, so what <clears throat> is her? Um, she wants to get them off, but she keeps stalling, letting people go do their thing. Phrasing. Um, that wasn't. That was a bad phrase. But um, they, uh, yeah. So they keep stalling her because they don't want to t- get off the island. But she's she's going at the wrong approach for Peter and Alan, and basically <laughs> anyone, because she walks in and thinks that it's still like the CDC just cleaning up a disease mm-hmm. when really like there's like hashtag forever fetus is what Helix's Twitter oh was used. That's what the official Helix Twitter has coined well, Stop the jumping ahead, Steve. No, no, no. I'm saying like just there's there's that going on. There's the Laria going on. There's yeah. these bees and all these things. Bees. And she doesn't know about really any of that. She's just main priority she, she is. sees a virus outbreak and that's fair i guess the part for the uh, the part that for me got a little confusing she's like it's a quarantine mandatory evacuation <laughs> we're going to leave the people here no but those are counter counterintuitive yeah. if it's a quarantine nobody's allowed to leave mandatory evacuations is is the exact opposite seriously that is very true i didn't even think about that <laughs> but i love that like Alan is just like, I'm not a CDC doctor anymore. You can't control me. And she's like, yeah, I'm pretty much a can. I'm going to put you in handcuffs and take you <laughs> off the island. No, It's funny because in season one, Alan kept asking questions and nobody answered them. Now Alan's just making statements and nobody's listening to them. Yeah. <laughs> he just goes through a series of evolutions to being ignored. Yeah. Nah. And he's going to be the one that saves everyone, and we know this so far. Well, because he is. I mean, Sarah makes... At one point, Sarah steps up when they're having this argument with the woman from the Coast Guard. She steps up, and his Alan is the leading virologist, or whatever medical term it's that a, I can't quite... That's a good word. If that wasn't what it is, no, there, a, a virologist is a thing, but I don't... Either way, he knows this stuff better than anybody else yeah. in the world. And she stands up for him, which is pretty big, considering... The Baby. the fact that he is a wanted terrorist, yeah, which she, the, which the Coast Guard seems totally uh, unknowledgeable about. Yeah, like you think they would yeah. know that he's like a wanted terrorist <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Oh, your name's Alan. How many how many Doctor Farragut's are there here? Yeah, it's only. I mean, you might have if you, when you have one on your team, you assume that you, they know about the other one who's a wanted terrorist. Well, there's like two and a half. Uh, Ter- two and a half Fer- Dr. Farragut's on this island. Two and a half. I'm counting the fetus. It's not a doctor. I mean... It's a. It's still a fetus. It, it, it has not earned a doctorate. At what, at what time does a fetus become a doctor? When it graduates from either medical school or a PhD program. Oh, you are... You're I feel like you guys are just going to argue with each other the entire... I'm just... I'm chilling here in the corner. <laughs> So <laughs> anyway, so the the big the, but the big part thing is that they sort of gloss over in this. It's like, oh, that's the problem. We'll deal with it later. The virus is out. Yeah, the, virus the virus is off is the island, which I guess we know because it's the big problem in the future. Well, if the government's main goal is to quarantine places and then bring people out of the quarantine, then it's no wonder that the virus is going to spread 30 years in the future. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and how many people can I just say like I I don't want to jump ahead too much, but are we not getting closer and closer to thinking my prediction about uh, what's his name? Cal- Caleb? 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 Why can't I say that name right? Caleb uh, is their son. It's, Thank look, you! 
Yes, Liz, you said it yeah. with a thousand other people. No, We're, <laughs> no, don't you do that. That was mine. Anyway, it's a good, it's a good, it's a reasonable thing. Now that there is especially a fetus on the island, that it's not in Sarah forever hung up. And can I just but, say how confusing it is that? Why is it that every single piece of technology is on the side? Like, they make it a point to constantly say, this is 40 years old, and this is over 20 years old, da, da, da. Yet you somehow have this thing that can keep a fetus alive outside of a womb. Like, you have that technology. Everything else is over Look, 20, 40 you, years you old, but we have, have be, this. You always have to be ready for forever fetus. <laughs> forever fetus can attack any sense. At any like, that annoyed me. <laughs> well, no, but Michael Michael has been taking in, in people from off the island. So theoretically, there are, there are people bringing in technology. And he is going about this with the express purpose of creating, he wants an immortal baby. Yeah, that's his that, life goal. Then you think the, 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 what is it, the sonogram, the thing that sees the baby inside you the stomach? ultrasound? Ultrasound, thank you. You would think that the ultrasound then would be a little more high tech because then they would have needed that to see how, you know, check on the progress of the possible immortal babies that he was trying to impregnate the chicks with. I mean, why use an ultrasound when you can just cut her open and look at it? I mean, that's pretty <laughs> much what they did. I mean, when they first, uh, we're skipping ahead, sorry. Uh, going to, going back to what we were talking about, we'll get into Forever Fetus soon, okay? <laughs> We will we will dissect forever fetus storyline. Oh Stop no, it. no. <laughs> but anyway, so um, going back to our what you were saying about the quarantine and taking them off the island, I think they, I think the islands are quarantined, and I think she wants the CDC to be brought to uh, whatever the other island's name was. The, the mil- is a military base. Yeah, no, they- she says the island's name in the episode. I didn't write it down. I think she wants to take them there so they can treat the soldiers as opposed to this random brotherhood cult. And try to cure it there. Well, now that there's like four of them left. So they're not really evacuating them. They're getting them off this island, take them to the other island to cure them. That makes sense. Um, I guess it, you could say it's a mandatory evacuation just for CDC personnel yeah. that are considered vital to the solution. You know what I really, really loved about this episode, though, is... Guys, I know I make gaming references a lot. And I don't know if you've played Bioshock, Zach. I think I've asked you this before on the show. But... There's a certain charm to somebody taking over a burning ship. Like a ship that's just, it, like, metaphorically. Like, the ship is sinking, and there's a mutiny to take over the ship, and somebody's <laughs> taking the reins on something that's completely ending. And that's what I see with Allison's character, Amy, in that she's taking over the reins and taking over this cult as it's just becoming burned to the ground to nothing. She's going to rule over dust. Yeah. Yeah. Which I thought was also curious, too, because I thought most of the point earlier in the show was she was like, I'm finally going to get off this island. And it's like, I mean, I guess maybe, you know, change her point of view because now she doesn't have the big guy to worry about to, like, rule over her and, like, you know, be rapey. But, you know, which, oh, that whole scene. (laughs) Ugh. The... But like, yeah, I just—it's curious to me that she still wouldn't want to get off the island just because it's like, well, what what the heck are you have left? Like, you don't want these guys to impregnate you. They already talked about—I think was it the episode before where the apples made every single other uh, non-immortal man uh, infertile. Yeah, I mean, that's these are the things that Michael has been working on. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's not like they can recreate without Michael. Like, they can't bring unless other people come to the island, which God only knows how they've been getting people to the island after all these years. You know, they said just a hundred years ago that is when they had the last 
cleansing. So I wonder where all these outsiders that weren't originally part of the original family came from. Like, how did they find the island? Da-da-da-da. I mean, that's a fair question. I guess we don't really know where everyone... How did Alan get to the island? It doesn't seem to be that Michael really makes trips off the island. It's yeah, never discussed. Well, it discussed, makes more sense but... that Alan would somehow find it just because of it's Alan and he knows about crap and he's doing research to find them. But any other outsider just trying to escape their life randomly finding this island of all, you know? Like, it just... It's it's always kind of bugged me. It, you know, feels, it feels more like there's places in the world that people who want to reset, reset their identity and things like that, mm-hmm. like, there's just... You don't know about it until you're in that position, and then it's just kind of a word-of-mouth thing. And I think there are places like that. I think there's convents, like especially in Europe, I believe there's probably monasteries that convicted killers are at nowadays that yeah. just found it through word-of-mouth, shaved their heads, and took an oath of silence. Like, an yeah, it, it raises an interesting question. That um, I think I think now that now you say it, I think Michael probably has gone off the island. He probably sneaks away. He's like, I'm going on a little outing. Don't worry about where I'm going. Yeah. Don't like. Don't worry, Anne. Don't worry, Agnes. I'm just going out for a drink. Comes well, back with like, like five <laughs> different guys. Um, these are your new brothers and sisters. Because um, I think Michael probably goes off. He goes into those places where you find the people who have lost their way. And he brings them back. Or maybe he has certain people that he trusts that he sends out into the world. So you're saying perhaps Michael leaves the island. Somebody has to. Because you're right. There's no way that... They're they're in an island 200 miles off the shore. There's no way that somebody just stumbles upon this. They have a Twitter account. (laughs) (laughs) They would have had to go to Walmart to get the fetus keeper. (laughs) But if that's true, if we assume that's true, then it's also reasonable. It explains how... (laughs) You've, how you found, how they got certain small pieces of technology to the island. Yeah. Um, and I have theories about what, about the whole test tube and stuff, but I want to, I want to go back to, uh, Alan and Peter before we talk about Sister Amy and her takeover of the island, because we have this own, we have a battle for power going on between Peter and Alan. Well, it's interesting. Are we, are we going to talk about Sarah's can we mix Sarah into the yeah, into that? Yeah, because I think um, Sarah was the card that was so anti Allen last episode, and now she's kind of more on his side this episode against Peter because Peter's saying that this is my team, this is all that, and Sarah has that line. It's like you were just keeping Helen's seat warm. Allen. Allen. You said Helen. I thought she said a girl's name. No. No. What? Oh, maybe she. It said was it. never it, the line was. It was never your team, Peter. You were just keeping Alan's seat. I don't know why I heard Helen. I was like, <laughs> who's Helen? Did I forget a character? No. Our there's next no, episode of there's Helix. no Helen. I don't know why. I'm I Helen. Hate. I'm going through a Bruce Jenner experiment. <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, um, yeah. So I thought it was interesting how she's kind of back on his side because she probably had time to cool down, think about it. I still really wish they would empower Sarah a lot more. In her character decisions, because she feels it feels like she's beholden to somebody every episode, as opposed to being an independent character. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's. She, I mean, she's been dealing with a lot. I liked that she outed the Silvers and herself to Kyle. Yeah. In this episode, because that's her really taking. That's her starting to take charge of the situation. I think she, in that moment, realizes that she's been kept down now. But she's also pretty dumb to <laughs> eat that honey. 
Like, I mean, I know you're immortal and all that stuff, but you're also dealing with, like, a virus created by immortals. Not to mention the fact that we find out later that this is the virus that is killing the immortals. Well, so but that's hindsight. That's Hindsight's twenty twenty Because, like, yes, now, she, now we know that she's going to get sick. Although it's fair... She was already working without gloves on with this stuff anyway. Yeah. If she was going to get sick, she probably yeah. was already the going to. year later strain, like, maybe it doesn't start affecting the silver eyes until, like, many years later. Maybe it mutates and becomes stronger. Yeah, well, even... So we don't know. Even Julia, who is sick in the future, is only a little sick. She still looks perfectly young, and she's just, like, kind of dying slowly from the inside. Well, yeah, so she's got those Sarah's going to be stuff. around for a while. Yeah. I just... I don't know. Like, I, the whole... The attachment with the baby and everything like that, like the, the, it's just, it's just. I wish something would just like, it, it's things are starting to happen. But again, like you guys said, like she's like kind of like a weak character, and the fact that you know, even I think it was last episode where you know she was like yelling at like you didn't care about our baby. Da, da, da. It's like he only just found out. No, he. he you only he, just told him when you ran him. into him on the island. It was yeah, he did find out on the island. I mean, yeah, she, she hasn't reached the level of Katrina. But she and that's crossing a, references that's a sleepy now. Hollow reference. Um, she hasn't I thought you were talking about the hurricane. No, um, <laughs> but she does. I mean, I think it was fair that she reacted the way that she did last Hold week. That. I would love to see a hurricane on the island right now, like in the midst of things. I think that'd be a good. For, that would like, be very interesting. It'd be very interesting. There's um, like a Six Flags abandoned years no. later, thirty years. It's just in water. But I mean, that could be while we're on it. They talk about the way that it got probably got over to the military base was not because somebody spread it, but because the bees, bees. got caught up in a, a windstream. A windstream, <laughs> and so they made it over there. So yes, the bees are to blame. Just, um, but a hurricane could send theoretically send the bees who knows where. I'm just laughing because I'm just Bee picturing NATO. like mm, feel. Yeah. <laughs> this is a sci-fi show. They're just, looking for cross-promotional branding. I'm just I'm just thinking about like going out like oh man smell that ocean air so good and just like look at this gust of wind just blows these bees at but, you. Where did you put the bees, Peter? But anyway, so yeah, I think Sarah in this like she is really starting to take charge of the situation because she's going out to so. look for her baby. Now, yes, her. it's like the classic like. The woman's going to go find her baby storyline, but who knows where the baby is. Can we just talk how awkward it would be to be in the Coast Guard and walk into, like, a room with the CDC team and just, like, a hundred dead bodies? A hundred. Like, that is the worst time for them to show up, really. Yeah, yeah but, I mean, as Peter says, it's, it's, it's worse because he's seen fields of dead bodies after being caused by a disease and that's terrible but it's a natural disaster there's almost like you can almost forgive it in your mind um, because it couldn't be helped this is something that was caused you know yeah one person's actions that they did not stop yeah caused all of these people to die yeah i uh, i'm just laughing because i'm picturing the cdc like coming in he's like Oops! You know, like just somebody like that—that that would have been the end of the show. Like I was really hoping that. Uh, well, I don't want to jump ahead too much, but. Uh, there- but yeah, so I mean, here's here's the question. Just before we move on uh, and talk about Amy and Michael and Julia and Caleb, do you guys trust Alan at this point? Alan has sort of gotten back into head Alan, of the CDC team. Honestly, I've never not trusted yeah, him. Alan's the only one I do trust. Like. Um, Matt Long, uh, Double Dick Texas, is 
I mean, he's great, but like, I don't know what he's doing. Like, he kind of seems oblivious to everything. And then when he learns the truth, we're gonna have like next episode. He's gonna be still discovering the truth. And then maybe another, maybe like two or three episodes from now, he'll finally be like on the same page with everyone. But he's in that like intermediary period where you're like, all right, well, you're gonna be put off to the side <laughs> for a little bit. You're just gonna be on this discovery path. Don't really care about you for the time. He's gonna being. turn into Alan from season one, and be like, I want answers, and like nobody's giving them to him. He's just like gonna find out as he goes. Uh, I th- I think it's a, I think they're playing us for fools right now with Steven Weber's character. Interesting. I think we're. We're assuming that nobody's talked to him since that. That nobody's talked to him in the thirty years that he's been in the Oubliette. That's true. And let's 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 get started oh, yeah, sorry, on that. Um, before we do, I want to take a quick moment talk to you guys about iTunes, what? YouTube, all the ways that you guys can watch us. Guys, if you've never done so already, go on to YouTube.com. Hit us with a thumbs up button. You see that little button? Steven's the one that usually yells at you about it. I'm going to ask you nicely. Please, please click, go click the button. Um, go on to iTunes. Hit us with a review. We love getting reviews from you guys. We want to know what you think of the show. What are your favorite moments so far this season? What are you enjoying on the show? Who are you looking forward to us having on the show in the future because it's those reviews that help us get the fantastic guests that we've had so far this season like Neil Nabier uh, Allison Louder Allison Louder we Mark had Mark Ganime um, and we have some more coming up Stephen we're working on confirming uh, Kira Zagorski Stephen Mehta for the finale Stephen Adelson the director would like to join us for an episode we're trying to work that awesome. in here Bring Severin Thompson wants to figure out a way but she's very busy all and, good uh, stuff and your guys that. reviews help us get those people in the studio so, so let's we got a bunch of new um Comments? ratings but we don't have reviews so I'm going to shout out some people on Twitter uh, shout out to Allison Louder who says every time you do the Allen voice I grin so much <laughs> thank you I'm just going to do it more she also says I probably him. shouldn't encourage this but dude you are killing me Helen the hidden bees Allen voice <laughs> oh my god and shout out to the chat uh, guys again if you we'll give you a shout out if you'll tweet the show out with uh, the link saying hey guys watch this it's the Helix fan discussion um, shout out to Heller Sivo Jonathan Edwards, uh, Cameron Barnhart, uh, let's see, Destiny Morna, no, Sivo, Sivo, Brock Ripian, who says, uh, reminds me of Dumbledore leaving Hogwarts to look for Horcruxes, <laughs> <laughs> and off two thousand nine, and Mikey Bag of Donuts. There's a few more guys. Thank you for watching. Thanks for commenting in the chat, and oh. we're yeah. enjoying having fun with you guys. So, so let's donuts now. let's get into Amy's takeover. Oh my gosh, yes, because. Fantastic job by Allison Louder in this episode. Yes. We start out with Amy in, literally in a glass jar of emotion, yeah. uh, glass case of emotion. Oh God! Uh, um, oh God! She's bothered, there and like she knows her only way out is to either Mm-mm. give in, seemingly at least, to Michael's desires or die. Mm. Um, what did you? What were you guys thinking about this, Liz? You have so many emotions. You're trying to get out. I- I'm so mad because I don't know why I can't find. I, I was I had insomnia yesterday. I'm running on two hours of sleep, and I just stayed up to watch this episode. What, but what do you think of Amy's storyline? Oh, I just oh, I was just like I, there's no words. words. I was no, there aren't any. So, so somebody who can speak English, shut up. Um, I really I really enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, I really enjoyed the storyline. I was excited. I the one thing. That I could have could have passed on is that I would have let this happen a little later in this in the season, more like maybe next episode. And the only reason I say that is because the only 
unbelievable part about this is... You're talking about Amy's takeover? Amy's takeover. Okay. The only unbelievable part about this is that Brother Michael would believe her so soon. That's the only unbelievable part, because he's smart. Yeah, but like, oh, the I same just need time, to be locked in here for a day, and I'm At the now. same time, I can forgive it because of his cockiness. Yeah. yeah because I, it's done, he's, he's done it so many times before with, the, with her sisters yeah. that it makes sense that he was expecting the turn. The fact that it came sooner, he's on a high note, he's just going with it. Yeah. Can, can anybody else, like, like, more grossed out over the entire situation that after he's been had, he starts pulling this whole, like, at first he's like, yeah, your body, and, uh, and I'm like, Bleh. and and then and then he tries to pull the, oh, I'm your father line. Afterwards, like, trying to, like, save himself from, like, whatever, you know, they're going to do to him. I just... I need a shower. I just love that the thing that immortals are afraid of isn't like death or anything. It's a lot. It's life. Because when he's saying, yeah. it's like, what are you going to do? Fill it with water? Throw the rats on me? I don't know why I'm turning into Alan. Everybody is well, Batman the, um, Alan. The thing is, in, in I totally buy him like falling for it and like getting himself into the situation because... He's never been questioned before. Amy is really the first person to, at least as far as we can see, to really question his leadership. Maybe yeah. the, whenever the last time they, he had to kill everybody was. Mm-hmm. But he has, he's not used to, especially his daughters, especially this like line of women, ever questioning his like what he's telling them to do. So when she says, okay, let's do this, he's totally like, fine. Yeah, it's about time. So... I honestly thought they were just going to fill the whole thing with cement. No. Yeah, that's what I thought when they started putting the clay down there. Like I they assumed just leave they his were head gonna... free and just have like the cement. Oh my like, god! It's oh like god. Brother Michael head. He'd be <laughs> he'd be like the head of the of the brother. <laughs> Stop. I mean, there, but there's a whole there is a trend with uh, immortals and heads being like kept up, kept on ice. But or, I mean, it's it's powerful what he says there. He's just like, you can control this for now, but in the end, you're just dust, and I will live forever, and you will be just dust. And I walk. I will walk upon up. that dust. Does anybody laugh? I, not to a little ahead, but when we get to the scene in the future, like I find it funny how like kind of crappily, you know, the the with the rocks and everything, what they're doing with the cement, and then we see thirty years in the future, they took the time or somebody did to have this really nice, like you know, marble looking as like engraving of his name over it. It wasn't just the pile of rocks and all that crap. Like, do you guys think that they did that, or do you think that was somebody later? Oh, I think they did that. that. Yeah, I think thing. the idea is that they, they, they were only piling the rocks, rocks to give the rocks. them a base, um, and the then they, they cemented it over. They so looked like marble, they, they, they effectively put him in a pyramid, um, but alive. A tomb. Yeah. yeah, a tomb. I still think there's going to be a time where we see him again before he's gone for good. Mm-hmm. You think? I mean, well, flash forward to thirty years, the thirty years in the future, and we've got Julia like walking around looking for like because Caleb ran off with her sword with yeah. Hit- with Hitake's legacy written on it. Yeah. Which um, refresher my my running theory on that is that it is the hands. formula that it. <laughs> That on the sword is the formula for the cure or for immorta- immortality. Yeah, something. Oh, and what what are your opinions on why Amy so? Well, des- hold on, hold on. Let's not. No, it's because it's going back to her takeover. Yeah. Is why is she so intrigued or into the idea of being another like an, an immortal? Because I mean, again, I'm just trying to piece, you know, put together the pieces here. I mean, I guess it makes sense now that there's nobody to uh, control her or, or, you know, anything that she wants you, to just stay. But 
you have to realize that they weren't kidding when they said that she is the most like Brother Michael when they say that. Mm-hmm. In that she she craves exactly what he wants. He She just knows what he's doing is wrong, so she wants to do it her way, which needs her to be immortal, and that's why she puts the portrait on the wall. Because she's starting her own legacy. Oh, and that was the other thing, too, because I'm so angry, I don't know why my tweets aren't on my actual thing, but uh, I was like, why they have... All the paintings, and then it's like a professional no, like, like yeah, portrait. like somebody like they just have the like the white wall to bring down, and they had like I was like yeah, Abby Photoshop skills, like why? <laughs> well, I mean, I guess at this point, Amy has she knows nothing else. She doesn't know another world, so if she has a vision for this island and what she wants to do with it. She only can see a ver- her version of what she's been given. Mm. So like. Is she going to sleep with all the guys and have all the babies? No, but they're not going to be able to produce with her because, like he said, the apples turned any man on the island who wasn't um, immortal to be She doesn't know that, though. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I don't know. But another thing, going back, do you guys, I mean, because we didn't really touch on it too much, but what do you think is going on outside the walls that these... Hold on, we're jumping all over the place. Let's 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 keep talking about Amy because there's a lot to talk about. Um, because she doesn't just take over. She also she's taking over in a way. She has taken the few people that Michael spared, mm. and she's going to use. She's now formed her little army of Michael's slave dudes, um, <laughs> including Handry, and she is and she takes over the island. She she casts her mother out essentially. Mm. Um, I mean, what are you guys thinking as Anne comes in there? Uh, I, I mean, I don't... I feel like Anne, in a way, is is so naive in, in almost like a kind of sweet, I feel bad for you way. Just the fact that she was so loyal to Michael, even up into the point when, you know, and again, to just carry a legacy, like, well, now we're going to continue. It's like, no, he just killed everybody. It's like, nah, and bitch. Now you just, it's, yeah, nah, bitch. But it's like, you know, like, and now she wants to, like, try to help, or she still thinks they're, like, team. And it's like, you would have let, and, and this is where I take Amy's side, too. It's like, you would have let my dad uh, have the, do the planting with me. And, you know, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Um, yeah, I mean, she... She she's young, so Anne of course is looking at to say no, like little girl, like I'm your mother. If anyone's gonna take over, it's gonna be me. Yeah, but she doesn't even have like there's no. She's so, um, what's um submissive in a way. Like I mean, even when she tries to like you know, it's like a mother going like no no you do what I say. It's like when kids are screaming around, they're just like kind of wagging their their finger like I'll wait till your dad gets home. Like ah, oh, not threatening at all. Like her character is not. Like I, I, I'm imagining it's basically because you know she, she was never that person. You know they all you know uh, raised the children together. She never had to be that figure to do that. Yeah, she never questioned it. She never fought back or in, in any way. But Amy is the one who is fighting to change everything on the island, and that includes taking charge of Sarah's forever fetus. I think Amy oh, just. Amy has been controlled so long, I think she just wants control over her own life. And yeah. I think to do that, she thinks she has to control the island. My request, my prediction from the beginning was that Allison's character, Amy, dies in the finale. That's what I think. I think everything gets to the point, and then she's killed by her own initiative. Um, I think that, baby. I think Anne's going to die in 211, though. Because I think 
you got to keep Anne around for long enough for to give Amy some trouble. Do you think oh, maybe yeah. Anne might be her undoing? Like maybe in that final step. Like I think they're eventually both going to die. But I think that. I think Anne is going to to set something in motion. Yeah, or even if she's the person, like, all this time she's been weak and a follower, and, like, even her own daughter slash sister doesn't listen to her, and then finally in that last final moment, whatever the heck that we're in for to see, she's going to be the one, I think, that does something. That either she's the one who kills her, or, like you said, it unravels something that leads to Amy's demise. You know what it's going to be, and I'm calling it right now, is that we're going to turn... Amy into an immortal. And in a last-ditch effort to prevent it, um, Anne is going to cross-pollinate something that will prevent Amy from becoming immortal, and that's what creates the disease that kills, that kills immortals. Interesting. Mm. So it's, it's like it latches... It, if we graft it, it into the virus that's out there right now, much the way that last season we were grafting things into DNA for vectors. Or if to sabotage turning Amy into an immortal, she puts the virus in with Sarah's blood, and that creates the new virus within Amy. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Or somehow it, it, she uses a, like, what was that little kid that went missing that you were thinking? Soren. Yeah, all of a sudden out of nowhere, Soren just comes out of nowhere because we don't know what happened to him, and we saw that other guy that uh, Sarah had shot that was still alive days later. And he's still kicking. Let's talk about that. Can we? Yeah, he, they were... 48 hours to die with this thing. Most, this for is, most people, and yeah. this is five days later. And he was shot in the chest, was he not? Yeah, he. Sarah shot him twice. Most people die. They get the, the pusses, like, filling their, their mouth up, and they just they die from the disease. So much phrasing. But for some reason, eating this specific tree sap from out in the woods has is a sort of a treatment, not a cure, but it slows down the virus. Yeah. Or or just maybe most in general, because again, he got shot in the chest. Like, he if virus healing, or not, you should die. He had healing speeds comparable to that... A vector Of an immortal. Of or immortals. Wonder Boy. Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, of immortals. So... Interesting. If we think... Hmm. I mean, it's interesting to think that they could have... We could have discovered something that is turning people closer to immortals, and that's what he's trying to have been using on his kids. That's what uh, Brother Michael was trying to do. And at the same time, that mixed with the apple that causes infertility or sterilization has caused this new thing. And here's the thing, too. From the very beginning of the episode, when they land on this island, Anne is the one who tells him it's dangerous, it's not safe out here. So how long... If they didn't know of a virus, they knew that there was dangers out in the woods. What was dangerous? There's no animals that are leering around or anything. It's it, it's these these uh, pus vector things yeah. that are running around. So how much do we know? Is that going to come in later? Where, I mean, that's where all the bones and the skeletons that they yeah. Fall I mean, into. we we still haven't got. We assume that those are from previous cullings at this point. That's true. Um, my sense. thought is that the sap is somehow from a plant that Michael has engineered that is life-preserving. In his attempts to recreate yeah. the immortality, if, if we assume that, because now we know that there was one event where every all 500 people became immortal, mm-hmm. um, we assume that he's been trying to find ways to recreate it. If, it. if at first he was trying to just find trees that would heal people quickly, that would then recreate the immortality. What if he, like, bred his own DNA into trees? So you're drinking, like, tree Michael 
Ew. Sap. Tree Michael. <laughs> Tree Michael. I just I'm pictured Andrew him as like a Michael. giant but like hippie. It, like. But he's all he's talking about all the grafting and like combining things. What if he com- if he combines himself with a plant that would theoretically allow what does somebody he not have to sex with? that would that would <laughs> uh, would allow somebody to eat something that that's would then give them the their immortality. Maybe that's why I he a, calls it the plantaning. I have another idea. You know, the last thinning was about 100 years ago. Mm-hmm. This is the second colony or the third colony? God I don't knows. think they've said. In like we, 500 we, years. We don't even know how many times he's so, done that. Yeah. Hypothetically, there could have been survivors from every colony. Well, there has then, to be yeah. because the great-grandmother told At least Anne. one. Yeah, so, I mean, you have Soren and those guys who escaped in the woods before this thinning could happen, so they're technically survivors of this round. You have potentially 500 years worth of survivors from previous Hiding colonies. out there in the woods. And then you also have 500 years of plants from, if it was on this side of the island, if it was on this side of the island, you have different plants that are being that are growing and evolving at different rates yeah. that can be cross-pollinated around the entire island. So you have several ecosystems that are combining yeah. into different things. Interesting. And have the, have the it definitely has a lot of potential. We're running low on time, no. so I want to spend enough time, because we now we know from the part in the future with Julia and Caleb, just to go through it real quick, yes. that uh, we, we see Michael, of course, reemerge, gets his head chopped off by so Caleb awesome. with the sword. Dude, that face when Julia um, comes I can't even. That's as as he's will, as he's about to kill Julia, but we get the goal. The big thing that's revealed there is that Julia's goal is to find Sarah's baby. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now we have a. Which fi- she's assuming we finally she's have, fetus. Yeah, we well we finally have a convergence of the our thirty years in the future timeline and our modern day timeline. In that Julia is coming to the island. She said she's gone there before, so we have to assume she's coming this season, mm-hmm. and. She's in the past, and both times were to find Sarah's child, whether it's fetus form or baby. Well, she kept on saying fetus. So, for all I think, I don't think she thinks that this thing is still alive. I think she thinks it's just like, like basically uh, stem cells. Like we, I don't think she knows no it's abortion. a baby. We gave you. We never induce, kill a baby. We induce labor. We never kill a baby here. You, the accents with the Southern and the Batman. Oh my God! We never Southern kill Batman. a baby here. Southern so, Batman. But so oh, the no. reveal is, we find out where at least the fetus went. Baby jar. It's in, yeah, it's in a baby jar. That has. It doesn't make sense that they why they have that technology. No, it totally. Here's the thing. All that we see there is a jar, a glass jar. That has some some tubes and stuff hooked up to it. We've already seen Michael's plant, uh, his lab, mm-hmm. effectively. It, in theory, if they have, a, there could be a biological way to keep a child alive using well, plant based like, yeah, technology. It's also it, yeah, it's also mortal. So like, how creepy was it when it opened, opened its, its eyes and it just like looks at the camera? And it's like you are not far along enough to have developed those eyes to open. Stop it. You don't know. He's immortal. Um, we also have Mother to figure out and what the planting actually is. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure... Teeth. Well, I actually felt like the Mother and the planting, planting. thing is sort of... We, we figured out what it is here, and I think it's just super... It, I, I'm like hoping that it's a, it's a red herring, um, and that they, we get it back, because... It, when when he thinks that Amy is going to give him give herself to him, Michael says the the planting is just the ceremony, just straight up of having sex with his daughters. That's the planting, and he refers to the first mother, and he uses the specific word mother um, in that moment where it's 
is the mother just like the oldest woman on the island? That's you what know. he sort of implies in that moment. Like the original. But, it, but the last time we talked about Mother, it sounded like it was something much bigger. Yeah, yeah. There, there, it's something much bigger, and I know this because oh. I know what the name of next week's what episode is. What about the scene... We'll say that for predictions. What about the scene... I think this might have been going to last episode, but when he threatens Anne or somebody, like, I'm going to take out all your teeth or something? Yeah. I mean, there's something name? about that that ceremony yeah. that means a lot. And it's roots. It's down to the roots. Yeah. The, the, roots. the thing that's really... I'm very curious about the fetus is... the whether it can age or not. There was a great, if you go on, like, I talk about the access granted, the online stuff, there's a great little, like, short vignette from, on there, I think it was from, actually, from episode seven, that's, like, two minute long, just, like, sort of like a day in the life of, uh, Madame, uh, uh, Durand, yeah. the little girl, mm-hmm. and, like, how much of a struggle it is to be forever young. Forever young. <laughs> No, that's the thing. She doesn't want to be for everyone. Her her life is sort of like hell because like she can yeah she's old enough to appreciate like fine wine and seriously it'd be weird for anybody to be sexually yeah she goes to a red carpet and tries to ask out some hot actor and he's like kisses her on the cheek oh you're so cute Um, but she's five hundred years older than him it's really sad yeah Yeah. sad Um, but anyway so let's get into official. Predictions for next week. After Buzz TV predictions. Okay. Um, Real quick, one thing. Shit's gonna go down. Stuff. Of course. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I already said my prediction, what I think's going on. I think we're gonna get more of Michael in the present time soon. Not the 30 years later, but the present time. And I think um, they're going to find out about the fetus next episode and where it is. Yeah, I think we're going to find out more about it's exactly Caleb. who Caleb is, I think it is. Fetus is not Caleb. Meh. Interesting. I think that we're going to see um, the baby sort of moved around as like a football of sorts. Of like every, but every team is trying to fetus get a hold. Football. Well, everybody's trying to get a hold of this baby, fetus of this fetus. Um, the, like, the forever fetus could save the world, could change the world. This now becomes the most important thing on the planet. To save the um, so I think Alaria, if, if word gets out to Alaria that this exists, I think Alaria's going to show up very soon. Um, and I think that it's going oh, to become gonna see more Mark? it's going to become a huge war. Yeah, I mean, Sergio. once Alaria shows up, it's got to be Julia and Sergio. I can't wait for next week's episode. I think that's our show, though, guys. I got to get out of here. I got to go engineer another show. All right, what was the title of next week's episode? Next, oh, I, I'm not going to say it. Okay, <laughs> well, look it up for yourselves online. The next three weeks are up on Google. Just the titles. That's all I know. All right. All right. So, uh, well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we will be back again next week. Matt Lieberman will be joining us again next week. Until then, Lizzie Mao, where can people keep up with you? You just did what Matt does all the time. Hi, guys. I'm Liz Rishmaui, and you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Lizzie Maui. That's L-I-Z-Z-Y-M-A-W-Y. You can follow me on Twitter at Stephen Lemieux, S-T-P-H-E-N-L-E-M-I-E-U-X. Go ahead and hit the thumbs up button right now. Do it. You need to hit the thumbs up button. And Do you guys it. can follow me on Twitter at that Zach Wilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. Bunch of shows here at After Us. Better call Saul up later tonight. Thank you guys so much. I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. Peace. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Ziz, you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.